And action. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an intro. What an intro. Internet, what is up? Oh, We're back again. Hey, Web. Some of us. What's going on, everyone? We are back. No guarantees. Yeah. No guarantees. Some of us are back here, but uh, <laughs> definitely. Based on how tonight's going, yeah, who knows how we'll stay in strength. But we'll try our best. But um, yeah, guys, welcome to another episode of Carbonate Bounty BS. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, the mouse is running wild tonight. He's pissed, definitely. Um, <laughs> and, well, <laughs> the mouse is, the mouse is teed off there. But, uh, depending on how this stream goes, we'll see if we can finish it. So, we got a droid back there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to finish up and, and do basically our Ahsoka, I guess we'll call it season one. I don't really know what's going on as of now, but. Um, yeah, this will be our Ahsoka wraps it up. Wraps it up. Yeah, Ahsoka wrap up, so to speak. So, before we kind of dive into the wrap up, let's let our guy DP uh, do some house cleaning and let you guys know where to find us. Nerdcyclopedia, people, your favorite website. We were well, we will soon again start your favorite fan fiction on Star Wars. Um, you will be getting our good stuff with the Chat GPT. You know, so it's it's all good. Anyway, um. Um, make sure that you follow us <laughs> at Nerdcyclopedia on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also TikTok. We are on TikTok now. Thank you. Um, make sure you listen to us on podcasts on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We are there. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you hit smash that um, <laughs> subscribe button, also that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you as well. Make sure you um, join our Carbonite Bounty BS Star Wars group and also um, like and share, you know, definitely. Um, if you are wanting to send us an email, make sure you hit us up at nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. We will, um, you know, feature your email and love getting all your feedback and everything. So, boom. Boom. What authority this boom. one. Yeah, conviction. Oh. Almost like... Dude, you're doing like, too much. You're doing too much. I'm doing way too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> 23 is a heavy lift. Uh, it's, uh, it's better to do too much than do too little. And, I mean, I guess we'll we'll dive into that in this episode, you know, as far as where our thoughts were. I mean, overall, I'd like, you know, we discussed in the chat offline. I, uh, I binged this, you know, yesterday, like literally just sat and watched the whole thing. Um, got it. Got a different perspective to it. Um, so I'll kind of say I'll let somebody else start with it because I have like my own thoughts on it. Um, I, well, I, I, think, I think you should like lead it off. So you was the last. So I'm, I'm assuming um, yeah. who, who all watched it. Did anyone do a um, binge watch like like um, T Mitch? Okay, um, Thrones Cargo TC. <laughs> <laughs> Just today, just finished episode eight. Just like fifteen. What should we do? Should we get all? Should we put all the gold up there? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> coffins. That's. I'm telling you guys, we're gonna fill the ship with coffins. Coffins. That's that's my perspective. These oh, are yeah, coffins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's start off with the bingers. I mean, overall, I thought that um, you know me being greedy. 
Um, I, I thought outside of the, the ending, I mean, it was a phenomenal show. Um, it, it's it's going to be one of our hot talking points, but I mean, Disney just has to stop this narrative of trying to create too many spinoffs and just actually letting these shows be a little more organic with the main character and maybe one or two other. I mean, the whole like having seven different characters and doing kind of exposition for each, it's just not working, especially in an eight episode format. Maybe if this is like a 16 where you did like a mid-season break. I mean, I'm getting to the point where I'd rather see that. Like give me 16 and do like a mid-season break and then bring it back in the fall. But in the format they're doing this, and this is something we'll talk later on probably as we wrap it up and go into our thoughts as far as Star Wars. But I mean, like, it's just to me, like, yeah, Disney is just, I mean, they're trying to they literally write checks that they can't cash based on some lies to shareholders, right? So I think that they're mm. trying to have too many shows to fill up these gaps, right? Because somebody told them that, you know, <laughs> They have this many subscribers and this is what's going on. And we're finding out, or at least they're finding out that those, those numbers are completely off. So I don't know. I mean, we've seen it and we'll talk about this in Marvel shows, you know, this, that echo show and all, there's too many characters in too many shows are just being created. And I don't, it's almost getting clickbaity. You know what I mean? Like it's, we've said it every, every season where it's Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett with Mando. Like it's just these characters come in and what they really do, in my opinion is they kind of still the shine of the character, right? Because, like, this is supposed to be Ahsoka. There is a whole episode we didn't even see her, right? We've seen her in a whale's mouth, and we didn't see her for a whole episode. We only got eight, so really we only got her in seven. And um, based on we seeing Ezra, we really got her when we saw Ezra, like, six. So, I mean, I just think that for what this was, if they would have called it Rebels, I wouldn't have had any gripes. I still don't have any gripes about it. Um you know, I, I, I'll save my ending for later. I'll let Ken pick up on it. But overall, I'm happy with it. I just think that they're just the exposition of too many characters makes the show a little bit kind of off. So so where's the part where it was phenomenal? Oh, the way it was written. I mean, the dia- the character dialogue. Uh, I mean, it's just what it is, right? I think it's a Disney issue. And maybe it's this writer's strike issue that maybe the writers can fix the dialogue because I think everything we've seen, whether it be, it's even in some of the movies, right? And the Marvel stuff. I just think character dialogue, and maybe it's something that, you know, because we grew up in a different era that we were used to, you know, stronger leads. The characters are cool, but I just don't, like, they don't grab me. You know what I mean? Like, I think... Uh, phenomenal. Huh? It doesn't sound that? phenomenal. No, you it's, said, it's, it's, you it's, said it was phenomenal in the beginning. Yeah, I want to get. I want to Where's worst phenomena? The phenomenal part to me was, I mean, essentially Ahsoka, right? It's it's a it's a Ronin Jedi, so to speak. I mean, it's it's a new character. I think the if I'm going to say phenomenal and describe phenomenal, to, phenomenal to me is what I discussed what I wanted. Not the old Republic, maybe the High Republic. I wanted a character in a time frame that I know nothing about, that I can't turn around and bitch about canon, right? Because this was a period to where it was in canon, but we didn't know anything. So this is Filoni filling in. So if I'm talking about phenomenal, I think it's phenomenal how they slotted in a character that was created 18 years ago and made it work and made it make sense. That I'm not saying like Ray or this or that, like. The story makes sense. The backstory was there. They lit up to this character at this point, and and I just think it was written well. Um, everybody's going to gripe, right, about little things, but I just thought this was a phenomenal show. And there were little misses. Everything has misses, though, right? So, 
not our stage to judge though but here's what i'm gonna say um my initial uh review of the fine the, the finale i didn't like all the staring off into the distance stuff but after a second actually this is a third watch i i watched the whole thing uh two times over the past two days i liked it i thought it made sense and i liked how they brought it to a closure where Ezra came back and it, and it had a real, the third time I watched it, it had a real like Empire Strikes Back vibe because it was a, it was a loss. It was a, it was a down. It was a downer. Yeah. But there was some hope, right? Okay. So, you know, we had Ezra back, but we lost Ahsoka and Sabine. And I get what you're saying, T. Mitch, like this didn't really, Ahsoka wasn't really focused in the, in the end of this right. season it was sort of, she was she was there she was battling she was doing her thing but she wasn't really you know the main character i thought the main character was thrawn and sabine were actually the main characters in this in the in the tail end of this uh season mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed <laughs> way it ended now i watched it a couple times i like the way thrawn sort of saw that he could still be beat <clears throat> he didn't get the the big um win that he wanted and you could see when he creased his his eyebrows you know uh <clears throat> you know he didn't get a positive uh uh return on having killed anakin skywalker's apprentice which I think is a big thing for him. Like, I think he is in direct competition with Vader in this, in his, in his, in this story. I get that vibe. Like, it's always about Anakin. I knew his, I knew her master and I'm not going to let her get, get over on me. And that, that didn't happen. I mean, he didn't win. So I enjoyed this the entire season a little bit more after a third watch i'd also like to talk about this cargo, no, will, cargo sure. is very 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 speculative and i think i think we're looking at like end of days we're not talking about an, a new empire we're talking about like day of the dead i mean he's bringing magic which is ruthless and he has the three night mothers with him that can resurrect whatever corpses are in this in this cargo i mean i think this is the big nut here that we need to crack because i searched out on the internet and no one knows no one knows what this is it's not a mineral it's not some sort of spice it's it's i think it's organic i think he's got dead bodies i think he has hundreds of thousands of dead bodies from somewhere as cargo and he's going to resurrect them as zombies and create and, and we all know we're all nerds we watched all we watch horror movies we watch sci-fi paranormal activity we all see that this never works you never succeed when you release hundreds of thousands of zombies onto a a mortal civilization it never works you know what happens everybody dies and you're <laughs> left with nothing and you're left with like small groups of rebellion who are trying to crawl their ways out of corpses 
So I think that this new, you know, and I don't know what, you know, I don't know what, uh, what, what's, what's Filoni thinking? Like, what's, where's he going with this? But it's definitely going to be dark and, you know, that's, that, that's what I'm thinking about this. And I think we need to focus on this cargo because this is going to be a big, a big nut for us to crack in this second season. Yeah. One of many. <laughs> one of, one of, there's a lot of nuts to crack, trust me. And that's, that's, that'll be the big talking point, I think, in the back half of this podcast. It's kind of like, you know, how do we crack all these nuts in eight episodes again? Because... Once again, you know, we talk about it. Like, there's more main characters, right? I still don't think Morgan Ellsworth is still fully dead. Um, we have How could show. she possibly be after what the show shows? Right? right? Well, like, the, how could you possibly think anybody could be dead? You have to Morgan is dead. Yeah, but they but, can resurrect her when they get back to Dathomir. I mean, right? I mean, this, this is blood force magic. I mean, what's, yeah. what? Why else are you bringing? I, and I think you may be right about the thousands of corpses, but why else would you bring? thousands of corpses with you if it wasn't to do some sort of wild creepy zombie force magic i mean and, and if there's anybody in the star wars universe that's going to start doing wild creepy zombie corpse magic it's, it's definitely Thrawn. the night sisters and Thrawn, right that guy's yeah, creepy yeah. looking so and two, that yeah, it's crazy i have two that, theories when we get to that point about it well, well what you were saying dovetails nicely with what i was going to say which is that i think the best thing about this ahsoka series is the worst thing about this ahsoka series which is that it gets the ball rolling and it gets a lot of balls rolling, a lot of balls. And, you know, we have a saying on the show. Big what's balls. That? Big nuts, big, big nuts. balls. We, we need to stop this. But we, <laughs> someone needs to stop us uh, from doing that. Uh, but it, it really sets off a lot of stories. You know, I have a friend um, that I work with. He's a, he's a actor union member. And he said that was his critique. He said, wow, they're, they're, they start a lot of stories. <laughs> so to me, it's hard to say it's hard to say whether or not this is going to be a successful series because I think its goal was to initiate a successful arc. But when you do this and you have a beginning that is obviously a beginning, right? Like, um, like shooting off the Lord of the Rings movies, one, two, three, right. right. If you have a beginning, you need to make sure that you stick the landing. And so it's hard in the middle of it to say if story-wise, right. If all, if they are going to satisfy enough of these, you know, open questions in the next season or the next couple properties to to keep us interesting and that's it's weird to say that at the at the end of eight episodes i'm not sure what i think about this but to be honest with you i feel jaded by uh by the episode nine episode eight made me think okay so we're going in a new interesting direction then episode nine came they're like ah forget about that so i want to (laughs) see so i want to see them stick the landing in some ways as far as what i really liked i really like sabine a lot you know, and and my my thing with Sabine is I don't need her to be a Jedi for her to be interest, an interesting character, or right. for her to be competent, or for her to be special. Really, I don't need that, and so it feels almost unnecessary for them to really shoehorn that into the character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she just you know, needs to be invested. She needs to be there. Well, what if what if they tell her something like, "Hey, this is as good as you're going to get. You're going to be able to do exactly what you can do right now. You'll never get any better. That's what the Force is. Do you want to be a Jedi or not?" Like that's that seems like the choice they should present her with because, as as I say, if something's easy, everybody does it, right? If all you have to do is basically read a read some books and like you know study real hard, and you can do the Jedi, you know, the do the Jedi stuff, shouldn't there be like? hundreds of jedi on each planet at least 
You know, so, you know, you know what's crazy about that thing you just said though about kind of weaving these main characters, because you're right about what you said. But like, when I really think about this whole what he's doing, it makes it even more difficult because like, if we if we really tie this together and we talk about how many main characters, why does she have a lightsaber when ultimately when she meets up with them, she's the rightful owner of the dark saber? Because remember, she gave it away, and technically, you cannot give it away. So. What's going to happen when she meets Dan in, in uh, Bo-Katan? Because by the Creed, which has no idea what happened, the lightsaber belongs to the, the dark saber belongs to her. Is she going to take it back? Like you know what I mean? It just I think this it's what they're trying to do is creating a slippery slope based on what we just saw, right? We just talked about mm-hmm. what happened, and and now they're tying in the Siege of Mandalore again, and you know it's I just think. This is being drawn out like a video game, and the problem to mm-hmm. me is, is with like we see with these Jedi Fallen Orders, Jedi Survivors. Like, I just think this is, and even those games, right? That time you put in those, the hours. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they have enough time for them trying to pull this movie off and to get everything we want. You're forgetting another main character, right? We have Balin. He's like a giant well, character now. Right? That's right. I mean, you, I mean, and to understand that he is onto something, right? I mean, that last shot indicates he is correct about something about the these mortis the gods of mortis right being connected to this planet in the same way that these force whales these purgles are connected to the planet the same way the night witches are connected to the planet you know showing us that ruin that ruined daughter statue which you know all all of that comes together great with what we've seen in in the cartoons i think that in the way one thing that this series obviously meant to do was successfully bring rebels uh, characters into live action. And if there was any, anything that it really hit out of the park, I think it is the casting. Like I said, I, my, my critique of Sabine is that the Mandalorian part of her seems to be more interesting than the Jedi part of her. That's not a knock on what they presented or, or anything along the performances. So that was excellent. I thought that was great. I thought the guy that played Ezra was uh, Iman, Iman Isfandi. Excellent. Great casting. It really nailed the Ezra mannerisms, the Ezra like sarcasm. Ezra's a real iconic guy. You know, I thought that was really excellent. I thought Chopper, whoever they had playing Chopper, you know, bringing Chopper to, <laughs> to the real world was really great. And, you know, so that's one one way it had out of the park. And I know one of the critiques is kind of like, hey, is this Rebel season, like season five? Is that what this is? And if it is, great. Because it's yeah. it, it looks good and you can bring Zeb into it and it all makes sense. Um, so I think that's one way in which I was really satisfied with the season. Do you really think that, uh, Balin's skull is going to come back and blindside Thrawn with some like secret mission, like some, some separate agenda that maybe Thrawn hasn't thought about? I don't know. I don't know that they're really building enough there for him to really, they did make make a make a dent in what well, Thrawn is is coming up with i, it depend, I, don't, I don't see it, it it depends on how they handle that right i think there's ways that they could make that very very interesting i think you're right about this dark cargo being the real fulcrum that should be which, the real threat yes yeah that, that's the thing that's where i think it's going to turn but how do you like how do you have something that's that dark force right and not have luke skywalker get involved with trying to eradicate that and if that's the case then how do you call the next season of this show ahsoka instead of the young skywalker Skywalker tales like the skywalker chronicles like or something something cool like that that would be cooler than anything i would come up with on the fly right like so why why would you want to see that 
how do you combat millions of zombie soldiers? You can't. You can't. You you you. Well, maybe this is where the Republic falls in the First Order or whatever we call it, right? This is the beginning. Because keep in mind, something happens at this war that causes a galactic instability. Something also happens, as we know, that drives Luke Skywalker into exile. Into exile, and, right. Well, no, that so, like, that so we know it drives Luke into exile, which is what happens with Ben. But, well, that, ben, right? but ben is like 15 or 16 years old. So there's like a this, – this crisis is going to set up that status quo that Ben destroys, right? right? So, so to, part of that is Luke setting up the Jedi Academy – and look, I mean, that's, well, there's a lot of Jedi right. in this show. Yeah. There's like what, like five lightsabers on screen at once at some some points yeah. in this show. So there's a lot of these are the Jedi, and Luke is going to get involved with defeating Thrawn. So I mean, we run back we, into the problem that I think episode episode main eight character syndrome, main character syndrome, and I think episode eight's painted us in a corner, which is Luke said all the Jedi get killed again. So. Like, yeah. is that what happens to all these guys? Oh, I, I thought about that too. So, but also, if we're talking about Luke gets driven by Ben, who dry who who corrupts Ben? Oh, we so know who corrupts really, Ben. Ray. Are we going to introduce? We're really going to Palpatine, right? So then we're going to know he's not dead. So they're going to have to find a way to be creative. I'm, I'm just letting you know that's what we're going to we're going to have to do it. You're going to and they're going to have to like they're going to have to have like I don't. Uh, like a, a mistake like a mark one mistake like oh I mean, that, that prototype didn't make it we're gonna have to fire it in the oven again or something you know what i mean that's snow i mean they can pay it off now because they're already stuck in the unknown regions right so they can try <laughs> to like say like some kind of like oh there's like another ship out there or another planet there's a slick way but i just i, I just think it's a slippery slope with a lot going on but go ahead dp i know we didn't get your opinion yet you you guys are talking about all plot 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 but um <laughs> I mean, are we going to get anything close to um, that? I always keep repeating everything can be Andor, but making us feel something like, you know, like Andor did, you know, um, I don't I, I think this show tried to do it, especially with like the um, the fifth, I mean, four, fifth and six episodes, was it, you know, with Anakin and, and um, her going into like the um, what we think is like the world, world the world between worlds. Um, <laughs> um but overall overall as far as like you know the season um just thinking back on it and everything um i was really in the back for ahsoka i'm still in the back for ahsoka and i think the only thing that's that's holding ahsoka back is the you, you know is mickey mouse you know um we need we need more episodes we need more than eight episodes to tell this big gigantic story you know so to be hamstrung into a tight eight episode thing when when Filoni is very ambitious, you know, what we, you know, we sort of lose to it in the beginning, a little doing a little bit too much, you know, putting all these balls in the air. Um, and then what well, you know, Hitch talking about um not having a satisfactory ending, you know, to you know, to the theme of the season is sort of like you know, hampering the show, which I don't think is the total fault of the, the showrunner. Um, I just think it's the the fault of the 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 big machine that remember those days where there used to be a 22 episode season of a show, you know, um, uh, it, it ran for a long time. <laughs> it ran for a long Now those days seem like, you know, they're, they're like ancient history and stuff. Uh, only, and I, only, only on streaming platforms. You still on network stuff. You still got like your long stuff, you but got your you 20, 22 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like NCIS. That, that's who gets that. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but my point is, 
you're 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 you with with like a Game of Thrones with like a um you know HBO show or whatever. You're you're still having more like uh, uh ten to twelve episodes, um, full of story, full of fleshing out of plot. I don't think you need to do twenty two episodes to to flesh out like you know a, a, a simple story and stuff. Now, if you can maintain the balls in the air like that, that's fine. But with this, what we get here with Ahsoka needed more episodes. I think that's all it just needed. You know, I think it was a great, I think it was uh, um, a great series. We got a lot of standing around talk. Well, not talking, I should say, looking into distances, <laughs> um, you know, saying cliche um, dialogue and everything. I will push for Filoni because I know he's a better writer. We've seen him, you know, write, you know, Clone Wars and, um, you know, Rebels and stuff, right? Have the characters write you know, I have the characters speak better dialogue. So it was sort of like, I was sort of taken aback with some of the stuff I was seeing with, with the dialogue with this show. I wouldn't say, yeah, I would have thought that he would have been a little bit more better. So the more plot is more better. <laughs> uh, he should have been a little better. Um, but the plot mechanics that, that the plot, you know, that he tried to come up with for the whole series there were great ideas, sort of like on along the same lines of what Lucas, George Lucas, did in the beginning. You have great ideas, but the execution of it, if it's you or if it's you passing it off to like, you know, other directors or writers or whatever, you know, needs to be it needs to be a decision made. You know, um, either Filoni is going to lean in fully hard to if this is going to be um season five of rebels let it be season five you know let's not worry about like the general audience let's just go in you know head first and just you know continue it on and everything but when you're straddling all these different balls in the air and stuff it's going to leave everybody um unsatisfied like um like hitch was saying um after you know you're going into a certain direction and all of a sudden episode nine comes up everybody's just oh i don't like none of it nobody likes anything now you know, um, but come come next season, um, T. Mitch, I'm hoping we're not getting another eight episodes. You know, I'm hoping it's <laughs> expanding. You know, uh, I, I I I fear that, but you know, it um he he needs more story. He needs more um room to tell his story. That, I mean, the the budget's the same for these all across the board, around fifteen million, which is. It's 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 a piss take to be honest. Fifteen million for this stuff, like they need. Andor had the biggest budget, and it was Andor. Some of the episodes are about twenty two and a half. So, um, Mitch, I'm 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 watching Wheel of Time right now. I'm on the third episode, and I'm wondering what would Ahsoka look like if it was filmed in England, you know, or you know. I, yeah, I just thought, yeah, they would travel. I mean, post COVID and all this, I just thought we'd see a little bit more, like you're saying, real sets. Yeah, can real we get the, the the volume, you know, for some of these shows and everything, you know? Ahsoka, it is limited. I'm I, trying to do too much with it too soon. It's like, you know, if you if you if you uh, overuse something like that, it looks like a matte painting. And you yeah. know, we can spot those a little bit. Like yeah, it's, it, 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 right? It, as good as it was, that whole Anakin episode with the whole like that the screen, it just got it got really bad. Like the whole world between worlds was cool, but then when we were seeing the flashbacks with the young Ahsoka, that was like I was like, man, yeah, you guys are just trying. It's one of those things because you're like trying to force 8K shots 
on people that don't even have 4K TV. So it wasn't even translating right, and it looked really distorted. The more you watch it, I'm just like, yeah. I see what you're saying, but I thought the, the content was good. I mean, I thought the, the content was good. I thought it was all good. Yeah. Um, one one thing I'd like to point out, I and I noticed this uh, after I watched the um, this particular episode, and, and actually my wife mentioned it too, um, has anybody ever said a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, ever, in the entire Star Wars universe, except for no. David Tennant, ever? And I thought that was a great moment between it, it in the story because now I want to hear what that is. And the Yang story? Yeah. And is yeah. that what we're going to get? No, that's going to be in a Ray Carson book that you're going to have to buy because that's what the, the mouse does. Bro. We're not getting that on TV. Because yeah. that that moment where he said it, that that connected and made everything complete for me. I, I enjoyed everything after that moment, and I thought that was a that was a pivotal moment too because now now we have it. It's all it's all part of the old Star Wars that yeah. that. You know, some of us. What, what, what are we gonna? What, what, what are we gonna? Uh, are, are we gonna have to wait to a comic book or a series or whatever? You know, book to find out what happened between Ezra and um, Thrawn. You know, in yeah. between the times. During the travel time. Uh, yeah, we'll do that on episode six of season two. So that'll be Ezra's episode to where we get to go in. Because think about it, they're stuck. We're not going to sit there and watch them twiddle their thumbs on a planet, right? I mean, because look, nobody. Can Are you sure? Anything. I I think that we maybe need to spend more time with the snail people. Yeah. I don't think that we All need right. to rush away to what's yeah. going on in our galaxy or the Star Wars you galaxy. Mean, you I, mean the rockbacks? The rockbacks. Yeah, I, I don't. People, I think yeah, maybe they're they're going to take offense to that and Sabine. They're <laughs> going to have. They're going to come up with some some sort of technology that's going to give them a map or guidance to yeah. fix Fulcrum. And get it going in the right direction to come back to our galaxy. They can't even. But the problem is, is the travel. You can't travel fast enough to get there. They're they're going to do it. The rockbacks are going to do it. I know how they're going to come back. I already figured this out. Like I've watched this. I, I'm going to give you my snippet of what's going to happen in season two. And I don't think it's going to be able to be paid off, right? Because there's not enough time. If we watch the ending where Balin was staring across into that little that tower that I said with the beam in the air. That's from Filoni's first show, Clone Wars. Remember the Mortis episode, season three? Anakin looked into that. So we're going to have Balin scroll. So is Ahsoka looking at the same Simon thing? Father, and he's going to go to the... He was hasn't, Ahsoka looking there at yet, the thing? She'll see that. Yeah, okay. They saw, she saw light. And the light she saw was Anakin. So the weird part, and this pissed me off, that Sabine can... Sabine sensed Anakin's presence, but Ahsoka's seen Anakin. That's why she smiled. So Ahsoka can see him, Sabine can't. But the fact that they let her sense his presence was super weird. That kind of pissed me off because I'm like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Like you can barely, you shouldn't be able to communicate, let alone with with her with no force abilities. But they let that happen. I let that slide. But yeah, I think we're going to get a, I think we're going to get a Clone Wars callback with the Mortis stuff. That's going to take up a whole episode because we're going to explain because Balin's probably going to do the trials. Remember Anakin did and found out what he became. So more the whole Mortis thing is going to be another arc. Maybe that we see that Anakin is the great Mortis god, like the father wanted him to be, or something. Because Hayden Christensen's not done. 
which is another wrench in this series, right? Because that's another main character that we're not done, you know? So I just, I think there's a lot. And like I said, I think the, the Morta stuff is really where they're shooting this. That leads probably the world between worlds because there's no other way other than the Purgle that they can get back to the main universe. Like, there's no ship literally in the fleet that so, they can create unless they steal the ring, right? Unless somehow Ezra steals Thrawn's ring and goes back. There's no other way for them to get back. Here's here's a question. If um we talk about Savine and her um um, um push to shark moment, <laughs> um <laughs> if if Luke Skywalker goes from being with his family, you know, in uh, hour one of like you know Star Wars and everything, then two hours later he's like you know slicing and dicing it with Darth Vader pushing you know stuff. Can we really be that mad with you know Sabine and her? <clears throat> That, 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 that's a good point because she she eased into it like she grabbed her handle she grabbed her saber handle mm-hmm. she got a feeling for what it was like and then she was able to push Ezra up onto Thrawn's ship not doing anything about the force or anything about anything that goes on to being like the one Luke was the same way so where do you draw the line here? Do anything until because, Empire. Because look, there's there's a point in the chat. There's a point where, like, why isn't everybody a Jedi? And and why can't anybody be a Jedi? And then if you keep doing it, it cheapens it. It makes it so that that you're saying that the only way that you can really impact the story. Sorry, I got these dog poop bags everywhere. The only way that you can impact the story is to be a Jedi or to use the Force. And I don't like that. I really don't like that. I like the idea that Han Solo really doesn't. Use the force. I like the I like really like the idea that Wedge and Tilly's, for instance, is like the ultimate zero force ability example of how good like a human being can be as a pilot. I like that that exists. I like that it's exists alongside the Jedi. Now, to answer your question about Luke Skywalker, it's inferred because we did get the only confirmed midichlorian account the entire saga, which is Anakin's, and only that it's friggin' high. (laughs) So we can off the charts, super high. We can assume that some of that. Bacterial action prequels, right? What's that? We didn't get the midichlorian account until the prequels, right? That's yeah. correct, and it's really that's only correct. kind of mentioned one time. Like, like that's really that feels like a throwaway thing that maybe we're all glomming onto a little bit much. But the idea of force potential is really what it comes down to, and you should either there's a there should be an explanation for why the ability to manipulate things with the force through telekinesis is not a very, very, very widely, like, wide ability. Why is that not ubiquitous? Why can't everybody do that? Because when you think about it, that that sort of thing, like being able to grab these sunglasses when they're three feet away from me further, right? There's not, there's not a sentient being in the Star Wars galaxy that's going to say no to that deal, right? Even if it's, if this existed on Earth, right? And there was a religion that literally could make you be able to do telekinesis. Right. And it was the church of, um, you know, the church of Scott, like my church, right. The church of steel city hitch. And, and, and to be in this church, you had to eat pizza every Monday night. You had to get a two for one pizza for somewhere every single Monday night. And if you read my book and then thought about it real hard, you would gain the ability to manipulate objects with your mind. How many followers would I have a billion to two billion? I mean, if it would literally work, Right. So, so in episode five of season two, maybe even season three, we get a solo um, bottle episode with Sabine, and then we find out, <laughs> as we did with the sequels, 
that, you know, she has some sort of in her past, uh, high yeah. account and everything. And then and that's it, lame because, but, but you see what I mean? Like then how many times can you do that and be like, Oh, you, oh, I, mean, also, I also have a high midichlorian account. Oh, my uncle was a Jedi. Like you can't do that every single time. But the force the Obi-Wan Kenobi, as he was described, describing it to Luke was saying that all living things have this ability. It just is strong. And, and we have to back off from the whole, like, everything that's been built around. So A New Hope came out, and we learned about the Force, and we were like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, the Force. Well, what is the Force? It's not really anything r- really magical or mysterious. It's everywhere. All you had to do. And everybody has it. Everyone has the ability to manipulate it. If all you had I to do was do one that. of those outbound, like, outward bound trips and then you would gain the ability to do telekinesis, there's not a chance in hell that everybody wouldn't do that. I mean, we're talking about a couple weeks here, and, and that's it. And I'm not saying that it's that – I'm not saying that it isn't okay in this case, or I'm not saying that you can't explain it to me eventually, right? What I'm saying is it, it can't be something achievable for somebody with average ability, right, without an innate gift and – everybody's not doing it right those two things shouldn't exist at the same so time. everybody has the ability to manipulate it or use it i mean it doesn't maybe it's not for fighting but maybe it's it's for thinking maybe it's wouldn't for you wouldn't you do it i mean i'm, I'm just saying again uh, yeah, only would, only the ability only the ability to move objects up to 10 pounds with your mind and all and, and uh, it's a three week. Pounds. It's a that three week. That's it. You can't do it because it's too heavy. A three week outward bound trip when you're right out of high, right out of high school, and you have to study philosophy for like three years, and you gain the ability mm. to do that. Or mm. you, or you can go through your whole life not being able to do that. Right? How many people are going to pick doing the telekinesis? Right? It would be a big deal. It, mm. I, I think I feel like it would be a game changer, and I and I feel like eventually. You know, we'd all be, we'd all have our telekinesis camp stories, like we all have band camp stories or whatever. You know what I mean? So we we've already established this now. So we have, let's just say this, right? We have eight episodes, right, of season two. Let's just say we'll we'll go to eight. We still Uh, need to figure out. They're going to do nine. I think they'll do nine because they're listening to us now. They're like, oh, maybe just to throw us off track. So yeah, we'll do nine, right? So and then we'll give you, you, we're going to give you a three episode intro. So we're only going to have six. You know, anyways, oh, right. The first three will drop at once. The first three will drop at once. So three hours, wow. yeah. But anyways, wow. so we have to figure out this cargo um, situation. The literal lead up to Thrawn's whatever Heir of the Empire movie. We have to we have to do that. And we have and to what, then. And what did Huang tell? What was the story? What was the story that he told Ahsoka? Yeah, so that's an, we can talk about a story, right? So that's three. We have to figure out where Balin's going. That's four. We what ends up happening Sh- to the snail people? The snail people. We have to worry about Shin and what the hell she's doing with these, like, her people. Then the they Shin give the me a very much a Knights of Ren vibe. Do they give anybody yeah, else yeah, a Knights exactly, of Ren vibe? Yeah. That's what was like. I was that's, that, that, see, there's a lot of balls rolling now, and it would make it's like uh, There's a lot of stuff that I find interesting. Curiosity. Now you got my attention. Again, yeah, I, right? I, I don't. I'm not mad about the fact that they've written so many checks because right. this is Star Wars and Star Wars has a tendency to cash to their, their credit is pretty good with me. But oh, look, sure. it still is just like, it's hard to stomach a season finale where everything moves forward to like season yeah, there's, two. There's not enough, you know. For not even like, 
Yeah, and it, I thought I like so I like yeah, Morgan. Are you saying Hitch it should have rounded out? It should have the, the theme should have it should you a season finale to me should not lead with a massive unresolved situation. Not so much a cliffhanger, right, right. Yeah, but right. you know, just a um it, unresolved situations to where it leaves the the viewer unsatisfied. You know, yeah, and it doesn't like the thing about cutting it here is that there's no narrative promise that any of this gets resolved. And I think like there's yeah. not like I think we're missing one step further, and maybe one of these things that kind of gives you an idea of what the end game looks like or something. But again, I feel like it's almost you know it's almost wrong to judge it because you're only talking about eight episodes. You know, there's going to be more. Whether it's another season of Ahsoka or it's the Thrawn movie or the Mandalorian, the thing about this this storytelling method is that we know there's more to this story. That's the thing they're going to do next. We don't have to stress about, is it an Ahsoka series or some other crap? Because it's going to be the next part of the story. Mm-hmm. So we can all just sort of chill about, about that. And I, f- I found more, a lot more understanding of that, I think in the last week. And I think I, w- I was reacting negatively to feeling a little bit like, Hey, you know, you owe me, <laughs> you gotta pay, you gotta pay up a little bit here. Bro, or you got me. hanging. Something. My boss is asking me about this money. I say, hey, you know, they're gonna pay. So to me, I guess maybe maybe that's a little a little fatigue. But in but in retrospect, I'm finding myself more okay with them having a, a lot of a lot of open questions. Way many open questions. I, I think I think us having like a um clear clear direction, like you know, we don't know what's next. We at this point don't know what's next. We don't know about if. When is the Mandalorian season coming up? When is the um the next Ahsoka season coming up? When are we getting the skeleton crew, or if we're getting the skeleton, you know, skeleton crew? We don't know what the next chapter in the story, um, if on of this ongoing narrative and stuff. So what's 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 going to happen? We know there's going to be a, a Ahsoka season two, but yeah. we also know that this Thrawn movie movie supposed to come out, you know, at some point. But I think a lot of balls, um. That they a lot of checks that you say they they're, they're writing right now um need to be spent you know in order for us to to even get to this big bank that is the throne movie we need to me we probably need a couple more seasons of mandalorian and you know a second season of um ahsoka um and we need to figure out what the skeleton crew thing is <laughs> you know and plus, plus we also need to find out what the politics are because they're still yeah. dealing with the politics of what's going on with um, um, uh, uh, Leia, you know, um, and uh, like the whole council and all that stuff. But for those for those things to be resolved, you need Leia or God. So yeah, Leia, be, she's yeah. Secretary of Defense. You have yeah, like she has to be involved with this. They canceled so, her show. That was Rogue Squadron because she's a Secretary of Defense. If you had the Rogue Squadron, that was early. Like she was direct command of. Rogue Squadron, right? So that I think that's the big miss. That would be cause. weird if they did that, but she was just like like you know, um the guy from Charlie's Angels, like hey angels. It's just but it's but it's Carrie Fisher. I think that, <laughs> I think that like work. Jarvis type, yeah. Well, look, there's yeah. a status quo that ends in in Leia being trained in the force by Luke that has to be established by this series as I well, still, or is I, during I that. Can't, I can't even do that. I'm gonna be honest. That's so like, that's still I get it. I just I'm not I'm not for that. I wasn't of, for that at all i'm still not just a lot of they've got they've been kiting a lot of paper around town and the 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 people that run the butcher shop and the you know the haberdashery are starting to get a little bit nervous because we've you know we as a bank have extended a lot of credit and this is coming from a group of people that did a very intense 
very recent watch of all the all the prerequisites like we just finished our you know rebels political thought series and now we're on to you know the next chapter and we're just right into it so we're very we're all very invested in finding out the answers to these questions and we're very invested in finding out what happens next with ezra and my one thing about this season i guess is just that it, it's a steep learning curve for everybody um and it's almost like a design by design. It's almost like, all right, did you want to understand what the heck you just saw? Well, here's a bunch of episodes of a cartoon for you to watch and you have a week. Get on it. You know, in the ep- season two, episode one of Ahsoka, because I think that's going to come out first before all these other projects. I think this is the one that they're going to bank on because it's gotten the most talk. I mean, everyone's talking about these, this show. As long as that first episode shows me the next step, how is Thrawn coming back into the universe and and how it affects everything else. I want to see the this new Republic. I want to see it just freak out. Like it had no preparation for this. And I also want to see how they said, how how they see, how they're looking at it now like, oh, we should have been looking at that. Why did we ignore? Why did why did our diplomat all ignore all of this when there were signs of it? I mean, because mm. Sindula had been giving them hints all along the way. They call it her own agenda. Go back into Mandalorian the last yeah, we, season. Yeah, know that, they covered a lot of that material. Yeah, but we also know that some of these senators and Hitches knows this with history. That some of these guys are corrupt. You think all yeah. the senators and they all are. are? Yeah, some that's the thing about the that's the thing about an empire yeah. that you don't get in a republic empire, is that the corruption yeah. in the corruption in an empire is easy because you just right. got to get one guy on board and look, he's the most evilest dude there is. So you just you you know you can make him you can convince him of a good deal. Like that's the thing about about Palpatine. He knows a good deal when he hears it, but he also knows a real bad deal. So yes. you better mm-hmm. you better not offer him one of those or else. Since old, yeah, since his kid, Darth Vader, I, outside yeah. I, I just, you know, I get nervous about this whole setup and what they're doing because this, this is laying, this is laying out to me like I talk about, just like a video game, and the ending to me is very Avengers Endgame. Speaking Meaning, of a video like, game, I mean, because this is like, this is just like Endgame, right? It literally, think about it. So we have it's going to be Thrawn's forces, where and he's dead body, so he's gonna have this giant army, right? So. We just rebuilt Mandalore, so Mandalorians are going to go after Thrawn. We're rebuilding Dathomir. He's going to drop the Night Sisters off. They revitalize their creed, bring back Night Sisters. So then there's Dathomir versus him because they're not working together. This is just like a a one of those. How do you call that? Like an arrangement, right? It's not really a relationship. It's an arrangement. He's a marriage of convenience, off. right? Yeah, he's going to drop them off. They can bring back the night sisters so we'll have dathomir and then they'll be involved in this war so there's all these different planets you know that it's, it's going to be like an end game thing a ton of mandalorians a ton of you know night sister magic we're going to have this crew we're going to, it's just i just think that i don't know how that's going to shake but i think that's the way they're setting this up with them rebuilding mandalore and dathomir and you know those races kind of coming back this is going to get really endgamey, and I don't know how I feel. Plus, we still got, like you said, Luke Skywalker. You're saying um, it as if endgame was bad. Let's not do that on this podcast. Let's not do that. 
my thing well, is, I'm going to give you credit though. It was it's better than I said before. I'll I'll admit that, but let's not do that. I I can see it now. Luke Skywalker's X-wing flies in and lands, <laughs> and then the the thing opens up, and C-3PO comes out and goes, "I have a message from Luke Skywalker," and we all go, "This is just as good <laughs> as seeing Luke Skywalker would be." <laughs> Thank goodness. No, no, if R2 rolled out. That would be just as good. Well, R R2 has at least can do zoom. And R2 could be capable of this level of communication. Uh, which we know, he so. could do a Zoom meeting, right? But you know what's great? You know, I was thinking about, you know, with Filoni kind of always digging in the in the um, the Lucas bag, do you really think with the Luke character, do you really think he has the balls to, to give us Mara Jade? Do you really think so? It's uh, like his I, love. I, I, think that, I think that timeline has sailed. I think that's... I don't know because we had uh, the whole... Obi Wan had love, right? She died, you know. The I think Luke could have love, but we've already seen. Like, why wouldn't he retreat back into that sort of thing if he was interested in that after after what happens with Ben? And you know what I mean? Or a whole Luke movie, which they or or a Luke series. Like Luke with a kid doesn't like he wouldn't choose. I mean, this is just me as a parent, right? He wouldn't choose the the route of disconnection if he had a kid. And that's the whole reason the Jedi kid, wouldn't I'm let you have a about kid. The, the character of Mara Jade. Because, like, to me, they've kind of wrote her out. And Shin, to me, feels like a new like a new version of Mara Jade. Like, that, to me, she was, like, that kind of, like, dark. Because think about it. She was kind of, like, uh, Shin's, like, like um, uh, Soka. She's, like, a Ronin kind of, like, wandering horse wielder. I mean, she's not a Jedi. I mean, what is she, right? You know, we don't know what she is. She's not I'm a Jedi. A whole lot of Jedi. She's in charge of those, those bandits. Yeah, those, so whatever those bandits together, are. You know, like that planet has. It's got the snail people. It's got the bandits, and it's got more Jedi. Than the entire than the entire that. other galaxy with which has trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of, of beings in it. That one planet has like sixty, like sixty people live on it, and like ten of them <laughs> are, are Jedi. It's crazy. So maybe that's the answer. Is that on that planet? It is ubiquitous to be a force user. Oh God! <laughs> what next? Oh no! Everybody's got a gun, right? This the scene starts. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm just running this pet shop. I got a gun. You know, like it's. Right. I, I I I just want the show to um to look a little better. Like I said, I was watch, I'm I'm watching Will of Time at the moment and everything, and I'm really. I'm really excited up while watching more because I was surprised I was liking it. You know, it was giving me a lot of Game of Thrones vibes and stuff. Um, but I was just amazed and how okay, maybe it's Amazon has the budget, you know, to to ship these, you know, to to do in different spots across the you know the globe and everything. Um, why is in Disney? Disney has like the to me, I, I think the budget to do even better or more or whatever. To me, maybe Mickey, Mickey Mouse is just you know, hoarding money or whatever, but, um, they don't they, challenge the mouse, <laughs> but, but they depend, they're too highly dependent on the volume. It looked good. It was great doing the Mandalorian first season and everything. Amazing, you know, but they've grown too dependent on it to where, um, we're, we're seeing like the scenes, like I said, you know, we rehashed this before and everything, but, um, I, I think we could do us, we could stand to do a lot better with a lot of the ways that these shows look and give us a bit more feel of earthiness, you know, in, in their presentation. Yeah, for sure. 
Sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and just kind of wrapping up, you know, when you were talking about that show, I was just trying to do some research on the whole, but my show, I like Silo, right? Um, yeah. And the budget on that. And I think even that was 14 episodes. And I think that was around like almost 35, 40 million an episode. So it, wasn't, to get a, it, was, it was 10 episodes. Was and it I, 10? Don't, yeah, 10 episodes. <laughs> don't, don't get too generous with it. <laughs> and so if we're doing that kind of budget, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Let's double the episode budget for Ahsoka, something like yeah. that. That's I don't know. Maybe they can go. To, they seem to be able to do Tatooine pretty cheap. So I don't know. Maybe well, that's the problem. Is that we didn't go to Tatooine on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time. Tatooine, or where's the new one we were talking about? Where's um Ray from? Jakku. Yeah, we can, we can go to Jakku. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. Nobody wants to go there. But, um, Nobody wants to yeah, go there. Just kind of... Yeah, bunch of junk traders. But uh, just kind of finishing this guy, this up. Um, overall, I, I think we're, we all liked what we saw, but I just think there, there's a lot more questions than answers, yeah. which is a good thing necessarily. And that's yeah. a bad thing, but like, you know, leading into season two, like, it's just, I just feel like we need more, right? Mm. I mean, it's, t it's tough to really discuss this show and not be disappointed a little bit when you saw Andor was an hour long for every episode oh. was longer right right and then you know like it's just like why would you cut this short what made Andor deserve that kind of that, that you know what I mean like a show why, you never why, why did Andor get the budget to, and, and you right. got more mm -hmm. earthy feel in that in that version of Star Wars than what you're getting with like the Mandalorian and um you know Ahsoka um, Obi Wan and everything. What? Why, why is Andor? They, why even, they even put Andor on ABC and Hulu. So you're saying if you would have spent seven more million dollars each episode, that you couldn't get that same reaction? Mm. Guess what it took, right? Seven million. Mm. And we're talking for you to put it on two other platforms. Did um, what's his name? Is it Diego Luna? Is that the actor? Yeah. They could damn near win an Oscar over that show, right? So. Yeah. I think Rosario Dawson and the team, I mean, she, I don't know. She didn't have enough dialogue necessarily to maybe be up for that. But still, why not spend an extra seven and a half and see where that lands us and then go from there? They, yeah. want, they maybe wanted to make sure it would stick. Like, would people watch it? Would it be a thing? And does anybody care about, like, did anybody care about, um, um, what was his name, Andor? Um, well, his name is Andor, duh. Um, did anybody care about that character? You know, I did before Rogue One. I mean, before um, before Andor, no, not before Rogue One. I didn't know who the hell guy was. In between Rogue One and Andor, everyone was like, "Why are we making this series called Andor?" You know, like what what is what is up with that? You know, oh, I never asked that yeah, question. I knew what they were talking trailer, about. Trailer and so, okay, well, this might be something to it, and then we get the series like ah, you know, it's this thing. But before then. You know, why are we doing a series, you know, on um uh, uh ancillary character? Ahsoka? No, Andor. Oh, Andor. Series, whole series. Well, Andor's story felt like it completed. Like the arc was, oh, okay, now he's yeah. fighting for the Republic, right? But this this kind of felt like one of those Dragon Ball Z fights where inevitably there's a part where somebody's going like, yeah, and the other guy's just right. dodging, but you can't even see them dodge. It felt like we saw that, and it's like... But you know what? With Andor... They said it from the beginning. We're only going to get two seasons, twenty-four episodes. Even before the season, it. 
and then that's it. Twenty four episodes. That's crazy. Twenty four episodes, and we're bitching about eight. <laughs> oh, well, crazy is that? Six, because the first two was one. Yeah, six. yeah. Six, I just right? like what was going on. What was going on with budgets in twenty twenty two that even Disney couldn't afford to put a fifteen episode TV show out? Like that's that's yeah, wild to me that they were like, you know what, we're gonna have to pinch these pennies right here on our flagship product for the they they had the one main series we had that uh, water feature in uh, the the Moan. Oh, Moana. Yeah, wow. yeah. All those park prices are going up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Annual pass is fifty bucks more a person. Mickey got to get his money. Yeah, yeah because, because the whole thing with Disney is the no matter what they do, streaming or anything else, the the focus has to be the parks. That's where they need to put all their money is the, is those parks because that's what generates the revenue. So if they're going to make money, they have to focus on the parks. At yeah. bottom line, and that's worldwide, not just in our little galaxy, not just in our little Star Wars world that we're in. Disney is worldwide, so they have to focus. They have to put the money in the parks. That's where that's where they're going to get their biggest bang for the buck. Yeah. And if you ask me, they're doing a fine job with Star Wars. I mean, at first I was concerned, but now you know I see they 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 def- there's a love there. They definitely have a love there. I AKA just a Star Wars instead of Ken out of Ken with Ken. And is, if I, sure. I'm going to be there in November, and if I can just see Ahsoka walking around in in uh, Galaxy's Edge, I'm and good. The, and the Rebel Crew, right? I'm good. Ezra Bridger, yeah, all of them, right? Any any all your favorites? Oh, you know, here. Oh yeah. Just, just give me give me simple <laughs> stuff, and I'm good. I mean, this is a great, it's a great story. It's good stuff. I mean, we're just tearing it apart here, but. I can't, can't, don't, 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 don't make no mistake. Like, like T. Mitch said, we, we did like it. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I liked all the characters. I thought it was good. I just want, it was just like, you know, you ever go to, you ever go to a party and like, there's just not, not as much food as you thought there was going to be. And you're like, shit, you're going to have to stop. And the music is just 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 what it is. Nineties. And you're like, man, I want to hear some like eighties, like I want to hear some eighties rap and you didn't hear it. You know, like, oh shit. You just want more. That's it. <laughs> want more. That's uh, no, guys. A definitely interesting episode, and you know, great to wrap it up for sure. And um, yeah, as we discussed, you know, we're going to dive right back into finishing up our fan fiction. So uh, be on the lookout for that with us, guys. And until next week, this is the way. That's the this way. Is the way. <laughs>